You already know what time it is. 1008 New Wave Podcast in the building. We here, man. Um, took a bit of a break. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing crazy. I was still doing shit, posting stuff online and stuff with TikTok and, and everything like that. Shout out to everybody that's up in here, man. Let's get it started. Let's ride with the wave, man. We here, man. We're going to talk some fly shit today. Um... We're going to talk a lot of shit. We're going to talk about the... Well, I want to talk about the verses. Everybody's talking about the verses. I want to talk about that. I had to do that. I said I couldn't let a week go by without me doing a podcast about that. So um, from this point on, y'all just going to get... We're just going to get the ball rolling every week. Every weekend. You know what we're going to do. Um, I want to talk about the vaccine. Not much about it. I don't want to preach about it. I'm not telling nobody what to do or anything in life. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to talk a little briefly about it. We're not going to make this a motherfucking public service announcement. Um, NBA free agency. We got NBA free agency. A lot been going on in basketball. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers made moves. The Knicks got Kimba. The Sixers trying to get rid of Ben Simmons. We got a lot to talk about as far as that. Um, DJ Academics interview. Three hours long. I couldn't watch all that shit. I'm going to talk about that a little bit too. And um, we just going to be kicking it. It's New Wave Podcast. We're here, man. Let's get right into it, man. Last night. No, a couple nights ago. Excuse me. The verses came out. Fucking dip set in the locks. You know, we... This probably was um gonna this was bound to happen you know the hip-hop gods had to talk about this I had to put their minds together and figure out a way to get this shit done um it was all right it was different it was lopsided you know and let me tell y'all why it was lopsided because i thought dipset was gonna come out and bring some heat I thought they were going to be full of surprises. But everything that the locks did, I thought Dipset was going to do. I, I had a feeling Cam was going to... See, the, I'm going to get right into it. Where, where Dipset went wrong, they needed Cameron to rock the mic the way Jadakiss did. Or they needed Jim Jones to rock the mic the way Jadakiss did. See, Jim and Cam is the anchors behind Dipset. Um, Joel Santana's there. He's the writer. He he puts the pen down and he makes things happen um, that way. But um, Jim and Cam are the ones that move that shit. Now, the reason why Dipset lost is because they were unprepared. The locks were prepared. They were ready. This is stating the obvious, right? Everybody said that. But I'm going to tell you something. That Dipset catalog is pretty husky, too. That Dipset catalog is something that you got to look at and you got to be like, all right. You know, because in my in my mind, I was like, this shit could have went both ways. You know, as everybody was saying, it was the locks, the locks, the locks. But it wasn't that catalog could have easily been matched against the Dipset catalog if they would have bought the proper energy. You know, Cam had to, they walked out separately, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like weird, you know what I'm saying? Seeing Jim Jones and Jewels and then Cam make a grand entrance, like, the the locks walked out together. Like, like we got this, we gonna do this shit. Um, it was real weird seeing that. It didn't even seem like they were together on stage with the antics, the Cam doing all the robot shit and all that stuff. It wasn't. It wasn't dipset to me. It wasn't dipset. It was something wasn't right there. Something wasn't right. You know, now I heard a lot of people like Fat Joe. I heard um a few people talk about this shit. You know, Charlemagne and everybody, they speak on it. They like, oh, the lock smoked them. The lock smoked them. But it but their catalogs are pretty much the same. You know, Cam didn't even go in his bag that night. He didn't go in his bag. He just went, he he did it for the money. You can tell he did it for the money and he did it for New York. 
He, but he also did it for the bread. He did it for a quick payday. You know, he didn't give a fuck about that shit. He had a beach chair out there. He had dudes on stage that was getting lit. They was doing their thing. It was a lot of motherfuckers out there. But I don't think Cam really cared about that shit. He didn't really care too much about it. You know, as much as we cared about it. You know, fans cared about it. But his but his lack of care led to an ass whooping. That shit led to an ass whooping. Let me get into that ass whooping right now. Because when Jadakiss got on that microphone, he said, Tech, give it to him. He turned around and told DJ to drop that shit. And they dropped that, who shot you? It was over from right that point right there. The verses was done. It was nobody touching that. It wasn't no way they could have came after that. Only thing that could have saved Cam is if he would have sung that shit, get him daddy, and had Hell Rell break through the crowd and sing his verse. And then J.R. Ryder come from out the crowd with a mic in his hand on the stage and sing his verse. And then they all just, just went in. That's the only way they could have possibly bounced back from that who shot your freestyle. Because once Jada did that, I'm talking about it was a rap. When he did that, it was a rap. There's no need for them to do anything else. But that boy did his thing. He got on that microphone. He moved the crowd. He was the MC. He was talking. He was rapping the words. I'm talking about this boy should have had no voice the next day. You know what I mean? Because he was like really on the microphone going in. And Dipset wasn't. They didn't even know the words to their songs. You know, they got out there and didn't know the words to their songs. And yeah, Cam had a couple of good moments when he got a little hype when the Kanye West song came on. But that's because those are songs that Cam performs 120,000 times. Street murder, the never, the love zones, the never. You heard it. He was like a well-tuned machine when those songs came on. But a lot of them other songs, he didn't even know. It's like, yo, he did, it's like he wrote them and recorded them and forgot them shits. That easy. Even Jim Jones. I'm looking at Jim. Jim got a mean catalog. You know what I'm saying? Mine is balling. Jim got some fire. Jim got up there and humiliated himself. You know what I'm saying? And Jewel's got a few songs. He don't have a lot of songs, but the songs he got has an impact. Jewel's didn't even sing none of the shit from the mixtape. Jewel's is a mixtape rapper. He didn't even bring the heat that way. I'm like, the locks brought the heat that way. Because their freestyles, like Puff said, their freestyles, the locks freestyles, are better than any song that Dipset could have even brought out. You know? You know, they were a fan. They were like, Dips, like, the locks freestyles. If you love the money, then prepare to die for it. It's done started something. You can lay in the flames or hug the sky for it. Niggas, that right there set New York City on fire. And I'm telling you, a lot of people that's on Instagram don't know that song. Don't know that freestyle. Never heard that freestyle. So when that freestyle came on and old New York erupted, because they remember, they remember what that shit was like. They remember that time. You know, just driving through, you could drive, DJ Clue would play that shit a thousand times. You could play, you, you, could, you could drive through New York, walk through New York, you would hear that shit ringing out of every car. You can hear that shit ringing out of every car. Them locks freestyles are something vicious. So that's what Puff told Puff told them to do. Puff told them, play your freestyles. He caught them off guard. Because, you know, Cam got a lot of freestyles, dog. And Cam could have came at their neck. 
We talking about the verses right now. Cam could have came at their neck with a couple of freestyles. You know what I'm saying? Cam could have brought Uncasa up there. I'm talking about this boy got some fire. But he was being nice that night. He really was being nice that night. He was being like, it was very unusual. You know what I'm saying? Like the man, like like my man just said, Dipset was a fluke. You know, they say they got the meme going on, but I said this before I seen the meme. I said, Dipset should have battled St. Lunatics. And I seen started seeing that on the internet. And I was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like people, great minds think alike. And I'm like, Dipset should have battled the St. fucking Lunatics, my dude. And the lock should have battled Wu-Tang Clan. You know, the lock should have battled the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, the locks came with a game plan. It was a sport. It's like, really, they were ready for war. They came out there, they were ready for war, and they put it down. But the but the best part about it is they did it in Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? Now, let me get away from the flaws of this shit. And let me bring you guys to the benefits of it. It made the city relevant again. As far as mixtapes goes, and rapping goes, and understanding where that shit came from, it made the city relevant again. It's not about what you hear now. People think what they hear now is New York City rap. That's not New York. August 3rd was New York City. That was New York all the way. That was New York all the way, dog. Because these dudes had a million people on the stage. Can you imagine what the crowd was like? Now, let me fast, let me rewind people back to that shit. When we used to listen to that, it would be a thousand of us on the corner listening to that. It wasn't just one person, two people, just, you know. It was a bunch of motherfuckers vibing to the locks and dipset. You know, now people don't understand this shit because it's new New York. It's new New York. You understand what I'm saying? New. We don't expect them to understand everything that went on in the past. But they set the tone for it. They showed people what it was looking like. I mean, let's 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 not let's not focus on the bad shit that happened in the battle. You know what I'm saying? Let's focus on what was there. They had bottles of champagne on stage. These dudes was blowing it down on stage. They had a bunch of good vibes on stage when two, two, one borough and another part of New York City could get on stage and they was just chilling. They was vibing. Because now, listen, if this battle would have took place 15 years ago, it probably would have been a lot of shit going on on that stage. It probably wouldn't even have been like that. It wouldn't have been able to happen that way because the way they was rapping that night, it would have been like, you know, it would have been a little ego thing. It would have been territorial, real geographical, very quick. You know, it would have been a Harlem Yonkers thing. But these dudes are grown men, so it made it look good. On that versus, it made us look good. It made New York City look real good. You know, so New York City need to get itself a round of applause, pat themselves on the back. You know what I'm saying? We did that. You know, we did that. Now, um, Jim Jones, he took a nosedive into the crowd. He said he chased his ring. He fed his ring. That ring big as shit. He said the ring flew off his hand. He dove into the crowd. People had fun with that. But um, he was a good sport for like not even tripping off that shit it's just internet anything that hits the internet gonna get blown out of proportion you know what i'm saying dudes lost a battle versus battle people like make it look like their careers are over you know what i'm saying that shit was not nothing they're gonna turn that negative to a positive easy this is gonna be a plus for them you know what i mean they 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 lost that shit lyrically they could have never defeated the locks you know what i'm saying if it was about that type shit they would have never won but you know, it was they fought they lost. You know, it was they fought they lost being unprepared. Not coming there ready. Because them niggas, them motherfucking locks motherfuckers was ready. 
lined up. They had their music set straight. They gave the fucking New York City the concert. That shit was probably better than Summer Jam. That shit might be better than Summer Jam. You know what I'm saying? And I say that like with all due respect to Summer Jam and the artists that's hitting that stage, but ain't no artist gonna rock that fucking crowd like them two groups did. You know, even though the locks did the bare minimum, I mean, even though Dipset did the bare minimum, their presence alone made you be like, this shit fire. You know, this shit fire. Ain't no hating on that. Ain't no hating on that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the locks, shout out to Dipset. They going on tour. Now, the tour is going to consist of the locks, Dipset, and State Property. They're not, I think New York City, well, they started the tour in Virginia. Because I remember um, around July 4th, they had a show out in Virginia Beach, I think it was, a car show. And um, that was the first show. The Versus was considered as a show for New York City. Then they go on to Orlando, Milwaukee, um, Baton Rouge, um, Atlanta. It's about eight cities, something like that. And they're not coming to Philly. And that's like Philly, like wondering why. But they hit New York City off. Good thing they did the garden. Because I would have thought they would have did it in the Barclays Center. But good thing they did it in the, in the garden because it made it look even better. By doing it in Madison Square Garden, it made it look even better because it was almost like a prize fight, like one of them championship joints, man. They really got lit. Um, everybody talking about the vaccine. The vaccine, dog. I don't know about y'all, but I'm about sick of this shit. I'm about sick of talking about this vaccine. And I'm not going to tell nobody take it. I'm not going to tell nobody to not take it. But what I'm going to say is, like, let's be respectful about this shit from here on out. Like, like, um, it's three people in this room and this live, but the podcast will be around. I want people to understand something. This is a vaccine, dog. We don't know what's in this vaccine. We don't have no clues. It's experiment shit. But be mindful about it. Now, what I said, I'm just sick and tired of people talking about it. I'm sick and tired of this shit making headlines. I want to know what's the end game going to be like. As far as this COVID thing, it's almost been two years. And we're still in this shit, you know. My thing is like, you know, I'm a skeptic about this whole thing. Um, why are we doing some of the things we doing if this shit is that serious? You know what I'm saying? Why are we working? Like, why are we doing some of this shit? What is going on? Like, y'all not really telling us everything. So when pe when I see people panic and take a vaccine so fast, I'm like, motherfucker, you don't even know if this shit is like, like we said, like me and my a couple of my friends said, people dying from something, but I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm gonna tell y'all this. It's more to this shit. You know, and we can't trust these government motherfuckers, man. Like, we, you seen what they did in Flint, Michigan with the waters and shit like that? This is people water. This is drinking water. They fucked the water up. You know what I'm saying? They had motherfuckers drinking and bathing out of brown water. Politicians. So it's, it's, it's a bad side, like low-income side, and it's a part of Detroit that got money. The people that got the money got the clean fucking water. The people with the little bit of money, like the minimum wage, the motherfuckers that's like living almost below the poverty level got the fucking dirty water. Are you serious? Like, so now that's what make me a skeptical about anything these motherfuckers is telling me to take. Because first of all, nothing's free. Nothing's free. Nothing's free. Everything comes with a price. There's a price on everything. Everybody can be bought. But now, this whole situation with this vaccine, a free vaccine don't make sense to me. You know, no health insurance, no nothing. They just telling you, take a fucking needle in your arm. Some people, these motherfuckers got doctor coats on and tan temperance with jeans, dog. You're not giving me that. 
You're not giving me that, dog. You don't look like a fucking doctor, my G. Like, come on. You're not putting that shit in my body, my dude. For those purposes, that's my situation. I'm looking at the shit from the outside. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. These people don't look like no motherfucking body that should be putting the needles in people's arms. But shout out to everybody that's taking that shit. I'm not going to sit here and bash nobody that's taking the vaccine. But I'm going to sit here and tell you this. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them. Because you talk about COVID is like 95% chance you can heal from this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if you really taking care of your body, which you should be doing, this shit shouldn't scare you, my man. This shit shouldn't put fear in your heart. If you doing the proper things, you eating, you eating right, you not eating a lot of like dairy and putting all that, building up no mucus in your system, you taking your fucking vitamins, you drinking water, you walking daily, you exercising, you know what I'm saying? You getting a proper rest. You should be okay. You can't let these motherfuckers say, Something is airborne. We walk outside every fucking day. Something is airborne and is here and you're going to die. No, fuck that. Let's stop that shit. Let's stop that shit. Let's use our common sense, man. Let's look at who's telling us this shit. You know what I'm saying? Look at who's telling us this shit. Look at the big picture, the wide lens. Look through that shit. And ask yourself, should you really be afraid of this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, son. Come on, man. Like, it's hard to get people to be on the same page. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers planted a seed. And they planted a seed. And they planted a seed. A planted seed. See, they planted a lot of seeds in these people's brains. Now, motherfuckers is running with, with that shit. We understand people are dying. We're not saying nothing bad. We're not saying nothing bad about the dead people. These people had underlying issues. They, they took experimental drugs when they went to the hospital. Nobody told them to go to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? And that's real rap. You know, you they had asthma. Some people had bad asthma attacks. They went to the hospital. When them motherfuckers give you something and they make you sign off for it, it's is trouble right there. It's trouble. Trouble lies ahead. And most of us not reading that shit. Them letters be like this fucking big. Ain't nobody looking at that shit. You in the hospital. You trying to get in and get out. We don't, they don't see the shit that's on that shit. Could be fatal. Could cause death. Could do this. Could do that. They just like, fuck it. I'm sick. I'm going to take this medicine. I'm going to get healthier. No, you're not. Not a force. Don't force... You're not forcing women to take birth control. Why are you forcing us to take a vaccine? That's a great point. That's what I be saying all the time. You know what I'm saying? You cannot force people to do something that they don't want to do. It should be a choice. You know what I'm saying? Would you like to take the vaccine for COVID? No. Okay, fine. It shouldn't be like, motherfucker, like, we got to do this and we can't come into the store and now you banning people. So now you're going to make me look like I'm fucking crazy now because I don't want to take the shit. And now I'm the motherfucker that's giving the vaccinated people the COVID. No, fucking no. We can't go for that. Look at what they saying and look at what people falling for. That's not correct. That's inaccurate, dog. You guys cannot be bamboozled like that. And when I say certain, certain, when I see certain people talk about this shit, like, yo, if you was vaccinated, we wouldn't be having to go through. No, the fuck, don't do that. Don't try to guilt me into taking no fucking medicine. You might be fucking making me die. You tell me to take the vaccine and I fuck around and get sick three days later, I'm done. Nobody could see me no more. Nobody could drink no Hennessy with me no more. Nobody could do nothing with me because niggas told me to take a vaccine and I took it and I got an allergic reaction and boom, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Use your brain. 
Use your brain. Don't be scared. You know, you blessed with a you blessed with these organs for a reason. The brain and shit, your heart, all that shit. Think. Use that shit. Use that shit. Ain't nobody gonna penalize you. You know what I'm saying? Like all you gotta do is take a couple of couple couple of minutes out of your daily routine. Go in the bathroom, whatever you do. Meditate, think, focus. What do I got to do? Should I take the vaccine? Should I not? Do the math. Do the research. Do your due diligence, motherfuckers. We got to be smart. Because it's an agenda, dog. And we don't know what the agenda is. It's something going on. We don't know what it is yet. But when we find out what's going on, and you ain't take that vaccine, you're going to be happier than motherfuckers. You're going to be like, God damn it. Whew, I dodged a bullet. And then you're going to have them other motherfuckers that took that shit. They're going to be feeling bad because it's not FDA approved. This is some shit that they made in like they they went in the kitchen, they whipped some shit up, and they put it on the strip. Basically what it is. Cook it up, get it out there. Now you got everybody running around here doing all this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's side effects and stuff like that. Medicine has side effects. You know? And not one time do people ever say, should I go do some natural shit? Like eat some fucking ginger or some shit or take some fucking ginger shot or some turmeric, anything. People don't never use their mind and say, maybe I should eat more broccoli. Maybe I should eat more carrots. Maybe I should just get some fucking elderberry for my, for my immune system. Motherfuckers ain't even not one time did they use their brain and say that. They go straight to the vaccine. And that's scary. This is the times we live in. They they tricked people. They made people so they put the they instilled so much fear in them that these motherfuckers is so scared that they willing to put their body on the line and risk it all just to stay alive because these people said they might die. Too much followers. There's no leaders. But but you know what? That's that's after this right here. When we get through this, whenever there's an end game, like I said, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, but we just don't know when this is gonna happen. When this is over, people gonna have lose so much faith in the government, and I don't know why they put their faith in them anyway. It's gonna be damn near World War Three out here because people gonna be it's gonna be the people versus them. You know, because in other countries, they like putting their body on the line. They jumping in front of fucking military tanks because of this shit. And over here, they're going to figure it out. They're going to be like, yo, nah, y'all tripping. Y'all did, did that to us. Because, you know, just think about it. Somewhere down the line, somebody's going to be like, them motherfuckers, I lost five family members to COVID. Because of the government. Or whoever did the shit. And that's going to fucking piss people off. That right there. When they think about the shit. They just going to lose their mind. They're going to be sore, man. It's going to be something. But, um. I just wish people just get it right. NBA free agency, man. We got the Lakers. These motherfuckers made some moves. God damn it. I'm looking at my paper. I'm like, damn, these dudes got Russell Westbrook. They got Dwight Howard. They got a bunch of motherfuckers, man. They got some crazy... They got Malik Monk. The young boy, the young gunner. They got... Uh, they got LeBron James. But people are saying these dudes are old. Like, old. Like, since when old age got to do anything, these dudes going to be hooping. You got LeBron, you got Anthony Davis, and you got Russell Westbrook. It's about to get ugly in L.A. And um, Kawhi Leonard just said that he's willing to re-sign with the Clippers. So he opted out of his contract, 
probably to take a pay cut or get more money to just to come back. You know, so Kawhi Leonard is, should be back with the L.A. Lakers. I mean, with the L.A. Clippers. Excuse me. Um, this boy, Ben Simmons, you know, Philly, Ben Simmons driving them crazy right now. You know, Ben Simmons, he driving Philly up a wall. He driving Philly up a damn wall right now. Excuse me. But um, Ben Simmons is not answering no phone calls. He don't want to talk to nobody no more. He's mad. You know, Ben Simmons is angry that the motherfucking 76ers and the fans is talking so much shit about him. So Ben Simmons is like, I don't want to talk to y'all no more. Get me out of here. Do something. But Ben wants to leave. They saying one of his destinations might be Golden State. That might be good. I always looked at the Golden State Warriors as a destination for him. But who would they trade for him? You know, I was figuring as though on draft night, they were going to trade those two lottery picks and Wiggins for Ben Simmons. Because the Sixers ain't taking no, just anybody. So with those two first round draft picks, the Sixers could have drafted. But I guess they didn't see nobody in the lottery that they wanted. Now, if Ben Simmons goes anywhere, got to be a contender because nobody has players that are, that Philly wants. Philly wants somebody that's going to help them win. So I would send them to D.C. Get Bradley Beal. You're not going to get him. You're not going to be able to get Dame Lillard for him. Dame Lillard, they going to want more from Philly. So if the Sixers try to even try to attempt to get Damian Lillard, they're gonna have to give up a lot more than just Ben Simmons, you know. So I would send them to D.C. and try to snatch up Bradley Beal, you know. Bradley Beal is a whole stud. He gonna come to Philly. He gonna represent. He gonna ball, you know. what I'm saying he gonna put numbers up. He's not gonna play around. He's a fan favorite. He knows how to please the crowd. He drip. He he can take the ball to the rack. He can shoot. He can do it all. What you give up with Ben Simmons is just a little defense. You can help a motherfucker play defense. You can coach that. But Ben Simmons, they coached that. They helped him play defense. But um, that's all you giving up. I would give that up. I would tell you, I would take that trade. I would push him out of Philly because he's not for the city. You know, he's not for the city. Now, I've been watching Philadelphia basketball for a long time, and I'm going to tell you right now, Ben Simmons is not the guy for the city. He's not the guy for the city. The city of Philadelphia needs somebody that's edgy. Embiid not even the guy for the city. You know, Embiid is just like, he's he's he play too much. He doesn't play above his above his average. He plays like below or right there. He's not a guy that's going to give you 40 a night. He's supposed to do that. He's one of the tallest dudes in the league. He's supposed to get that ball in the paint, boom, yang that joint. No jump shots from the three-point line. He's supposed to be Olajuwon all day. Pump, fake, boom, finger roll, and once all day. All wrist action. That's all he's supposed to be doing. He's not supposed to be shooting fadeaways. He's not supposed to be doing all these crazy fucking three-pointers and finger rolls from the free throw line. No, you need to get in the paint and be a dog down there. See, that's what the coach is not telling him. That's what's lacking out of his game. He need to be a fucking monster. You guys are not point guards. You'll never be a point guard. You're seven foot. You're not going to get smaller. You know what I'm saying? Those days are over. You are a big motherfucker, man. You don't need to be shooting them jump shots. You too big. So we need to get somebody in there that's gonna get that's gonna be able to do that. Cause Ben Simmons couldn't shoot no jump shot. The ball would not take a jump shot. So Philly was frustrated with him. And his attitude is just bad. You know, when I say bad, it's not like he's a motherfucker that come to the game and cussing people out. He just too soft. He's not that guy. You're not the ball for Philly. You know what I'm saying? You need to go play somewhere in like Memphis or some shit. If you go to D.C., maybe they can help you. But in Philly, they don't have time and patience for people like him.
They don't have time and patience for people like Ben Simmons. They're not then they're, they're, they're not that stable where they could just sit. It's been five years, dog. Five years. You can't come back to this city playing basketball the way you played last year. You're gonna have to straighten your game out. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to work on that jump shot. You're going to have to work on the free throws. You're going to have to work on your attitude, everything. You got to be able to fit the caliber play. You got to be able to fit in them shoes that Iverson wore, that Charles Barkley wore, that Wilt Chamberlain wore, that Dr. J wore. Guys like that, you got to fit in them shoes. You can't just come out here trying to do it your way. Your way don't work. You got to do it the Philly way. You got to play basketball the way the city wants you to play basketball. It's sort of like New York. It's like New York. When the Knicks signed Kimball Walker, they changed the whole dynamics of the city because Kimba is a hometown hero. Kimber Walker from New York. It's been a long time coming. New York City needs a New York City point guard. He's not going to be like Steph Marbury. He's not going to be like that. He's not going to be like Mark Jackson. He might be better than Mark Jackson. But Kimber Walker going to push the ball. He gonna, he's going to identify with the, city of, with the city of New York. Ben Simmons can't identify with the city of Philadelphia. That's the problem. You can't identify with the culture, then it's something ain't right. They don't need you no more. You got to be a fan favorite, favorite, and Kimber Walker's going to be a fan favorite in New York because the young boy can play. He's not a slouch. He might not be the guy that other teams want, like the Lakers or the um or the fucking whoever else is winning, like Miami and shit. But he is gonna be the guy for the New York Knicks. He's going to be that guy. He's going to be pushing the ball. He might not have posters. They're going to lead that to the other ball. Zach, um, the other ball from that, that's been wilding. They're going to lead that to them balls are going to get the posters. Kimber Walker might not. He might get the front page on the Daily News every now and then. He, he's still good. That's what people not understanding. He's still good. He's still good. He's not a bad player. He's not a bad player. Excuse me. He's not a bad player. That's what they need. I had to take a pause real quick. He's not a bad player. That's what they need. You know, so the Nick the Knicks got something going on with this ball. They got something going on. Now, um, the other day I was listening to um, bits and pieces, just bits and pieces of this DJ Academics podcast, which is uh, we're not going to hate on academics. We don't hate on nobody on this podcast. You know, I, I fucks with what he's doing. You know, I know a lot of um, the artists and the entertainers, they got they ways and actions they don't want certain people you know what it is with academics they don't want like say you got a a, a rapper named young zap <laughs> so we just we're not gonna name drop no rappers but say you got a rapper named young zappo now academics might not he might got an opinion on young zappo they don't like academics because he got an opinion you know what I'm saying? And they say he's an instigator and all this shit. They don't like... So if academics make an opinion, have an opinion on Young Zappo, he's like, yo, I don't like the way he rap. He wear tight clothes. Young Zappo gonna get emotional and say, academics, we need to cancel him because he talking about me. He don't need to talk about me. He don't know where I'm from. I'm from the street. I'm from the hood. Nobody talk about me like that. But why can't academics have an opinion? Is my whole thing. Since when it's been cool for y'all to take away these people's voice? You know what I'm saying? Like, the young boy just trying to do his thing. He not trying to hurt nobody. He not, he not, 
He's not on it like that. He sits in his fucking room and he plays the video game and he talks on Twitch about hip-hop. Ain't that how it gets started? That's how the fucking grind starts. That's the way the grind starts. That's the way we used to do it. We used to sit around, blaze and drink and talk hip-hop. He doing it, but the difference between him is he doing it on the internet. He ain't doing it in a room full of his fellas. He doing it on the internet. So he had an interview. He had WAC 100 on one side and Sakashi 69 on the other. And academics was like the mediator of this whole thing. So he's just sitting there letting them rock and letting them talk. And he's, you know, letting them go back and forth. I didn't watch the whole thing. I It's three hours. I don't got the time and, and energy to watch that shit for three fucking hours. I can't do that. I can't sit there and do that. That's too much. Now, um... During the interview, Wack was talking to Sakashi, called him a civilian, blah, 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 you this and you that, and, you know, Takashi talking all loud and shit like that. But I'm saying that to say this, it went over to a clubhouse. So after they got off that interview, being off that, now I'll listen to a couple of snippets on the clubhouse thing. Now, Takashi 69 was talking to 21 Savage. And Wack 100 was, you know, there was a, you know, Wack 100 pressed the young boy, talking about yo, we can it can go this way if we wanted to. But here's another thing I'm about to get at: Why do these guys do this all the time? You dudes got too much money to be on the internet beefing. Y'all are like celebrities, right? Y'all in, in that limelight. Y'all in that celebrity lifestyle. So I understand. But I don't understand. I don't know. Like, I can't try. I don't even want to understand. Like, these dudes get on the internet and they go crazy on each other. Like, how about the boy Mice on making all these posts and shit about Takashi 69 Like, yo, my nigga, my, my nigga, let me, let me talk to y'all real quick. Y'all dudes is from the street. Y'all say y'all from the street. We understand that y'all from the hood. A lot of y'all is in gangs and all this shit. But since when it's been cool to get on the internet and air your dirty laundry out, talking this and talking that, or Takashi this and Takashi that. Look, if you don't like the little motherfucker, go, go fuck with him. Go, go slap him up. How about we do that now? If y'all motherfuckers don't like this kid, he told on everybody, he did all this, how about y'all motherfuckers stop telling us that y'all don't like him and go do something about the shit now? Because it's about to get sick and tired. What y'all doing is y'all causing a bunch of bullshit confusion, right? We don't give a fuck about no Takashi 69 that motherfucker don't pay our bills. We don't give two shits about him. So what y'all doing in the, in the music industry, y'all trying to make us give a shit. You know, and that's that's like what is not, what, it's really not cool. The interview, he interviewed him, so what? That's his business. Oh, Wack interviewed a rat. Wack did this. That's his business. That's what he want to do? Let him do it. That shit don't got nothing to do with the Black Lives Matter movement, dog. And this bull, my son, always preaching that Black Lives Matter shit. You know? And don't nobody really be wanting to even hear that. Because we know it's a business. And we know dudes is eating off that shit. We already know the big deal. The situation. At least some of us do. But you trying to get caught up in this shit and you don't need to, dog. My son doesn't need to get in this shit. I understand you used to be in the street. You used to be in the street. You guys used to do the stuff that y'all talk about. Y'all don't do that no more. And if you did, who gives a fuck? Nobody cares. You're not doing nothing that the next man ain't doing. You dudes is not in, you dudes are not doing nothing that deserves attention, I'm saying. Motherfucker, you walked around with the, with the fists all in the air. You talk all this bullshit. You get paid for it, and that's it. Just do that. Just do that. Stop confusing the young kids out here, making them think that 
you doing this and you for the streets and you don't care about snitching. It shouldn't matter to you if the little motherfucker told because you in a whole new lane now, my Jew, my dude. You in a new lane now. This motherfucker ain't messing with your motherfucking um, black dollar. So stop that shit. That shit is crazy. And if y'all got a problem with the boy Whack 100 for doing an interview, push up on the ball then. Why is he on the internet talking crazy? That's what y'all should be saying to him. Yo, Whack, what's really good? Meet me here. Meet me at the Waffle House. Meet me downtown. Why, why we got to hear y'all arguments? We shouldn't have to hear that shit. You know, that's the shit. Real motherfuckers do real things, man. They don't do this goofy shit that you dudes are doing. It's, it's buffoonery. It's really corny. It's, it's dumb. It's corny and it's, it's not cool. Excuse me if I'm going to keep looking down. I'm looking at, I'm watching my clock on the podcast. Making sure I don't go over the, over the, um, over my minutes. You know, but like, seriously, come on. Come on. Do we really care? You guys that listen to that shit, ask yourself, do y'all really give a fuck about what WAC 100 and Takashi 69 possibly had to talk about? He ain't asked them nothing that was worth listening to. He just told him, yo, I heard you, you know you. Everything he told him, the news told us. You told on this dude, you told on that dude. You stating the obvious, dog. We know that already. We don't give a fuck. Why y'all keep letting this lane be relevant? I don't know. Y'all motherfuckers want to cancel the baby. Cancel this little nigga. Simple as that. That young boy ain't do shit that's harmful. He said a few fucking words. That's his thing. This motherfucker went on stand and hip-hop ain't even have... Hip-hop don't even got the babies back, but they got the Takashi 6ix9ine back. The fuck out of here. This shit make me think that y'all motherfuckers is phony. Every last one of y'all. That's in rap. I probably would never want to sit next to none of them rappers. Because I know the coon shit that be going on. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy, dog. And motherfuckers like me, like, I'm from the neighborhood. I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas. Nigga told, that's his problem. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Nigga told, that's his problem. You know, we don't fuck with them niggas like that. That's just it. It ain't no more to it. We just don't bang with dudes that do that. They, they, they not even in our mind. We don't give a fuck about them. They are canceled. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of time we on. You canceled immediately. We don't even got nothing to talk about no more. Oh, you did that? Oh, fuck shorty. You know what I'm saying? That's on him. That's that's his problem. It's not mine. Your shit, your, that, your, your problem's not going to be my problems. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's the way these rappers is getting down. And these rappers are trying to bring the street. The streets don't act like that. We don't do the shit y'all do. Like, why y'all making that shit all like, why y'all making our lifestyle, putting our lifestyle in hip-hop and shitting on our shit? We don't fuck with like, we don't move like that. We don't move like that. We don't move like that, dog. Niggas don't do that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So fuck that interview and fuck all the motherfuckers that's talking that bullshit about the shit he been through. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a flying fuck? Do we really care? No. You know? But they were beefing and that's it. You know what I mean? They were beefing and that's it. That's that's just the way the business is now. Everybody's drama is online. Nobody got no privacy no more when it come to beef. You know what I'm saying? Like, a motherfucker could have an argument behind closed doors and next thing you know, the nigga tweeting about it. Yo, we had a situation. 
fuck them. Now, TMZ hear it. Oh, trouble in such and such camp. This shit is crazy. Like, nigga, you can't keep shit private. Y'all niggas don't know how to keep your mouth shut. That's the scary part about this shit, about the music industry. Y'all don't know how to keep your mouth shut. That's what bothers that's what bothers motherfuckers that that been around. The music industry is bullshit. It's crazy. It's crazy. And everybody want to blame it on social media. It's not social media. It's you motherfuckers. It's you. It's y'all. It's y'all. That been part of y'all character for a long fucking time. It's just been waiting to come out. And now it's out. You know? This shit been a part of y'all DNA. Sucker shit. Been a part of the DNA of a lot of these dudes. You know, so like shout out to academics. We gonna say shout out to DJ Academics because he not the problem. He's not the problem. DJ Academics is not the problem, but people want him to be the problem because he's an easy scapegoat. You know, he's an easy scapegoat. He ain't flaming his hammer at nobody. He not punching nobody in the face. He not stepping all on nobody's toes. He just working. He just working. So he's an easy target when it comes to the drama. It's New Wave Podcast, man. New Wave Podcast. Catch me on every platform. If you like CBD, I want you guys to check out 2127 CBD. Um, she's she's it's a female. She has her own CBD line, and it's very good. It's, it's decent. You guys should check it out. If you're into CBD, check it out. I might put the link in my bio so you guys can get it. And um, tune in. Check it out. She has a lot of di- a lot of good um discount codes on there. She got a lot of stuff going on. She got a lot of stuff going on. So twenty one twenty seven CBD. Check her out. Get in tune with it. Get in tune with it. It's good for body aches. It's good for your nerves, anxiety. It's just like it's it's marijuana. It just doesn't have the TAC in it. Roll it up, smoke it, and enjoy it. It's, you won't get the head high, but you'll get the body high when you smoke CBD. So everybody tune in to, um, to 2127 CBD. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. We had a good conversation. New Wave Podcast is back. We in the building, man. We here next week. Tune in. I'm going to be taking notes, and I'm going to be getting back at it. I'm going to be talking to everybody um, we doing interviews, we doing all that shit. So dudes that's popping up, that's up and coming, that's popping up on the scene, y'all holla at me. Um, it's New Wave Podcast, man. We out of here, man. Peace.